0: ladies and gentlemen welcome welcome back to the green Cedars podcast this is episode 52 i'm joined as always by mr brian sedgley and as always never jason bent
1: (laughs) where is the the, at this where's the benster
0: at this point everybody we all know that he's um He's just like a an occasional guest. He's not. He's not an actual host. I've I've downgraded him from title from host to guest because that's all he is now. Well, that's all he means to us.
1: He's been he's been on vacation. I think for twenty years almost. Right. That's all he does. That's all he does is vacation.
0: That's all he does. Man. No, Jason is at um, something in Atlanta. Some kind of a. Um, it's like a dominatrix kind of Mm -hmm. festival down in atlanta it's he he goes down there he volunteers for people to put him mm -hmm. in weird bondage positions Uh and yeah it's like his it's like his uh it's like his thing you know we all have our things i have motorcycles sedge likes to work out jason is into weird sexual stuff
1: and i think the trade show is called leather and lust
0: that's a good
1: one he's uh he's learning how to incorporate in his dominatrix uh outfit uh mouse pads by patrick
0: and that is a trademark name everybody we just want to make sure that you all know that yes that lust and leather is a it's a trademark event <laughs> now what what's he doing what is it awf um, a, a, Aiden eight and f is in there somewhere.
1: yeah <laughs> it's iwf and uh this year, it's in Atlanta, and then next year, it's in Vegas, and that's the AWFS. But it's it's one of the largest uh, woodworking slash industry cabinet furniture building shows in the world. And everybody goes. Yep. Um, I was privileged not to go this year. <laughs> I, Why is that a privilege? Oh, my God. I've done it so many years. And Is it, uh, is it
0: the biggest woodworkings or tool or like –
1: it, it's mostly machinery now. It used to be where every power tool company, like Festool, Dewalt, mm-hmm. you know, would be there, uh, Rigid, everybody. And I think the last holdout was us at Festool, and we decided not to do it this year. It's the first time. Uh, because so it's like a of, bunch
0: of CNCs oh, and yeah. lasers
1: and stuff like that. There's 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 pl- there's like massive booths just filled with CNCs. These guys have been setting up. Like Styles has probably been setting up for two weeks. Is Shaper going down? There? Yep, Shaper Origin will be there. They're also sponsoring the the influencer booth. Um, and they also they had asked me to be down there, and I said, "What am I going to be doing?" And I was just going to be standing around in the Shaper booth because Festival's not doing a booth. I think we were the last holdout, and our decision was I think because of last year in Las Vegas, um. We were busy at the Festool booth, but we walked. I walked around. I split for about a half hour. Walked around. I think we were the only booth that was busy besides Sawstop.
0: Sedge, did you realize that we're we match right now,
1: dude? I noticed it when we were. The t-
0: only thing that you're missing is a beard.
1: I know, but I got my same color. Mark Adams.
0: <laughs> it is. It's weird. Right. It's the same blue, isn't it? It is. <laughs> we're very matchy today. I'm
1: telling you, man
0: uh no i saw jason's stories and i i think he only had one story up from there but i saw that fuji was there and he was near the booth and
1: yeah and it's good he can go down and talk to a lot of manufacturers i would have just sat or stood in the shaper booth i would have chatted with hundreds and hundreds of people dude but what was i chatting about have you seen shapers yep
0: new template
1: thing that just came out yeah the shaper plate isn't that cool that is so cool. Yeah, they came. Uh, they uh, gave me a sneak peek of it about three weeks ago, and I thought it was wicked cool. So awesome. Yep. You get it. It's so all. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's gonna open up a lot of brains on you know setting hinges and stuff like that with mm-hmm. the
0: Shaper. Yeah, you know it. It seems that <clears throat> when there's a when someone and I don't know if Shaper made the original wooden one that was on the Shaper Hub, but um, it seems like when there's a something that a shaper made that's like for the shaper in shaper hub and it's really popular that it eventually turns into a product like the um the hinge plate there was a shaper made one you could make one with your shaper (laughs) um so it's 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 pretty wicked i only watched one video of it i saw it right before i we started recording and i'm gonna go back and and check it out but Uh, it definitely looked cool
1: what was cool you know the you know the shaper um Workstation, we both have it. Mm -hmm. That was Noah's design, and he had built that in the early days, and it just morphed in and just innovated and kept innovating until they came out with it. Yeah, he's one of the first guys I met from Shaper Origin uh, or Shaper. He's just one of the he's been there since day one. What a good guy he is! Yeah, all all those guys are really good, man.
0: We, We we hung out with Sean at um, yep. At WorkbenchCon. Yeah.
1: Shape of Sean. Yeah. Wicked cool guy. Yeah, so what, what you
0: what you been up to this week, Sedge? Oh
1: goodness gracious. I just got back from Florida on Sunday.
0: Were you throwing away D F five hundreds or seven hundreds? Dude,
1: I threw away seven hundreds, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You
1: didn't throw your back out or anything, put them in the dumpster, did you? No. I was uh okay, good. I was in Fort Lauderdale for uh, for my uh Daughter's uh, doctorate graduation.
0: Holy awesome. moly.
1: At Nova Southeastern University. I remember when that was one building and one dormitory. And I was blown away. They're on 314 acres now. They just bought the uh, Dolphins uh, training camp. And they're going to be using that for uh, to expand again. Uh, they they, moved, the Dolphins they... moved more toward uh, Miami. Because uh, it was in Davie, Florida. And I used to live right around the corner. Are they still
0: inscribing doctorates on uh, on on um, granite tablets? Yes, because that's how it was when you were there the oh, last yeah. time.
1: And Moses dropped my first one. I what was so pissed at him. So clumsy. I know. <laughs> but you want to know something? It was really cool, and uh, I couldn't believe all the master's graduates and all the the doctorate graduates. I was, I was like, wow. And I, I would say my my son-in-law was sitting next to me, and I went, he went. Hey, you notice something? I go, what? He goes, check out the dudes. Can you count how many? And it was about 300 people graduating. And I go, Mm -hmm. I don't see any dudes. It's all, you know, ladies. Wow. And he goes, 98% of the graduating class. It was their last commencement. They had 11 commencements this year. Jeez. And uh, he, uh, what did the president say? He goes, yeah, 98% of this class. 98, I think they said, was female. female it's awesome yeah man we get done with stuff we get our bachelors and we're out of there yeah, yeah. you know but it's really good what, and what... she uh, started that was Friday was graduation and Monday she started they uh, they hired her she's part of the faculty now what did she get her doctorate? Uh, uh, biomedical informatics okay and uh, in at the end of June they made an offer she couldn't refuse to stay as faculty so I thought that was wicked cool it's awesome. Really proud Experience. of it. I get back Experience. and I was building cabinets, I'm building in the shop, I'm building 10 more bays cabinets for SS AZ drawers. And I just been knocking that out since I've been back. I took Monday off just to chill. Yeah. Now, have you
0: been completely moving things around in your oh, shop?
1: It looks completely different. I moved the really? Jason was over, and I think we talked about this, but he was over one Saturday. And I told him what I was uh, a couple of things. And he said, he looked around and goes, can you move that beer fridge? And I went, yeah. And then all of a sudden I went, oh, damn, it's that simple. So I took my K-pex. Oh, That's right, because he, he came there to help you move it, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, the following Saturday and, or Sunday. And it was on wheels. You and, found out that it was on wheels. I was such a bonehead. <laughs> but we still hung out, got a chance to hang. It was, it was funny as heck. But uh, I think he came up here. When did he come up here? I think last week sometime, just so we could hang for a few minutes. We needed to talk about a few things. Yeah, it was right before I left. I think it was Wednesday because he was off, and I was. Um, I, I took two days before I traveled, which is rare. And then I took another day off. I took some PTO time fa- finally, and it was kind of nice. Yeah? Yeah, I uh, got back to work yesterday, and I was like, ooh, boy. <laughs> a little bit piled up, but it was good. Mm-hmm. And that, now, training, you, that training they did with right. the hr today was awesome
0: yeah that was really cool i yeah I, sedge and i were talking about before we recorded how he was um he was training some of the support departments for festival not necessarily the, the like the trainers or maintenance or, anything or dealers like that. or it was just yeah. internal which, trainings yeah which is cool and and that's something that we we did in the military before is we would take a lot of our support sections you know admin guys and stuff like that and um, you know, once a quarter, we do some cross training with them, just in case we were on patrol and we needed a person to like man a machine gun or, or you know, just do patrol with us. They had a little bit of experience and training to do it with us, and I just think that it's going to make um, those departments more well rounded and well versed and, and festooliness.
1: Well, what's cool is they kind of know it, they may be the finance department, and they're fantastic number crunchers. That's what they do as long as they pay my salary. And make it right. (laughs) But they don't realize sometimes that they work for a power tool company that makes, I, okay, so yeah, I've done this for a while, that make an absolutely phenomenal product Mm -hmm. and what goes into making that product and what that product can do. So today I did the HR department, which has grown quite a bit because we're in a hiring um, uh, um, growth uh, spurt right now. And what's funny is all of a sudden this one, well, she's, she'll never listen to this, but her name's Katie. Oh, my God. You think I'm enthusiastic? This young lady. She was like, this is this is the bathroom that we're remodeling at the our new house. And, and and I said, hey, I'll show you how to use a domino next week because I'm going to do another change. I go, I'll show you how to build a bookcase or some shelves. She goes, oh, you could do that. I want to get into woodworking. <laughs> so you know what she started talking about? She goes, I want to get one of those glow forges. I go, hey, do you know Ben Marshall? <laughs> yeah. And she, she's like, it it does this light thing. I go, that would be a laser.
0: Yeah, yeah, it
1: does this light thing.
0: She <laughs> is. No, that's, but it's but cool. that's cool though, man. That you have employees that are not that are not directly, in in, in the realm of tools and stuff. But yeah. you they're they're excited about it, and that's that's really cool.
1: They 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 handle all our insurances up in HR. They handle uh, all the stuff that that an HR department does. But you know, they also are. We have one that's a full time recruiter now, and it's really cool. So I always tell yeah. people go to the Festool USA website. We got all kinds of positions posted. It's a great company to work for. So okay, that's my Festool uh, recruiting uh, for the evening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ben, but
1: anything else exciting
0: that you've been? I have on, one, one quick question. Okay. <laughs> and only because I know Marianne just continues to hound you about it. Did you ever get your floors done? Floors? Yeah. Remember, like, you oh. going not get epoxied? No. Um, that's next spring. No? Okay. Okay. I. Because you're saying you're was, moving everything around. I figured you'd do it now.
1: Yeah. But. And I thought about that. But that's why I made these sis AZs with a toe kick that it's a leveling toe kick that I'm building now, And. I can break it apart really quick, mm-hmm. and I, I'll tell you what, I've given away a lot of stuff recently to some up and coming guys like Jordan, my buddy Jordan. I've given a ton of stuff to Big D, but Jordan's been getting some, my buddy Brian Rush. I've given him some sysports that I've had for years and years. It's I, I'm just reanalyzing everything, and I'll tell you what I'm reanalyzing, because I learned from you, Ben, and I know it, it um, gave Jason a bug, is... Am I really, am I really going to, why am I saving this? Am I yeah. going to use this? are you really going to use it? Am I exactly. really going to use it? And there's some stuff right. I won't because I know eventually I will.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: there's some stuff that I've been holding on for 20 years, 30 years and going, oh yeah, I'm going to use that. I'm not using it. So I just say, hey, Yeah. the good thing is donating it locally to a woodworker or a friend. Hey, if mm-hmm. I need this, I'm going to borrow it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right? I mean, it, yeah, no, absolutely and you know you never know there may come a time where they have something that you need oh yeah and because you you know kind of gifted it to them the string's attached that you're like hey <laughs> I see that you got that uh, you got that thingy over there
1: yeah so you know how Jason sold a 75 he goes hey mm-hmm. I, I don't need it <laughs> but he always has that caveat but I can always borrow you huh, as I I go absolutely okay. i like I'm borrowing this Contura right now I'm going to be buying one probably in the fall uh, but, man I've, man, I've run a lot of pucks through that Contoro recently. Really? Oh, yeah. Tons. Because I'm edge banding all those pieces. I just mm-hmm. edge banded. For the sis Forty. Yeah. I just edge banded 40 pieces.
0: Yeah. How many sheets of plywood did you get I ripped for that?
1: down five sheets. Okay. Five by fives or four by eights? Four by eights. Okay. I got a decent deal at Lowe's. They were 80 with Mary Ann's discount those I got it was maple right yep i got them for 87 bucks a sheet something like that but uh yeah those uh that epoxy floor i keep going back and forth on it because you don't know, have that thin mdf on the floor and it's just it's comfortable mm-hmm. but man every time i'm in J- oh what's that kitty's name rue rue what a what a cool cat if anybody is listening uh then just they may be able to hear. Grab, grab this funny. kitty cat. Hi, Rue. Meow. Boy, that I is. Was looking a, at. That's a Halloween cat right there, dude. Oh, absolutely. Dude, black and and yellow eyes. Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Right, actually, she's got like green eyes. But um,
1: yeah. Yeah. The only unfortunate thing coming back from vacation, I think uh, Kay, our oldest dog, had another. Uh, uh, she's got a tumor, and the doctor about. Two months ago, the vet gave us a five-month window with her, Mm -hmm. and uh, she had a a burst about three weeks, about a month ago, and we didn't know if she was going to come back. I thought we'd have to, you know, euthanize. Mm -hmm. Monday, we were at the vets, and because it happened on Sunday morning when we were returning. Uh, The bushes were here all the time. We were on vacay, and they were all in great spirits, but I think... She's really in rough shape right now. So yeah, yeah. God, I hate. That. I always hate could, that. You know. Yeah,
0: and it, you know, and it comes to a point to where it's like,
1: I just, I just don't want you know the animal to keep suffering. The, so the you know? th- the thing is, is when we were at the vet, we have this vet. She is phenomenal. She's written a lot of papers, a few books. Her name's, um, I just call her Dr. Sherry, and uh, at Zion's and here in Zion'sville. And what's nice is. She goes, oh, she's hobbling. It's part arthritis, and she's kind of recovering. She probably had another burst on the tumor. Her body's absorbing it, but she said this. She goes, and this is where my breath of relief was because I kind of half carried her in there. She's a big dog. She's Mm 70-pounder, and she's lost a lot of weight. She said to me, she goes, she's not suffering. I go, that's all I want to hear. Yeah, that's good today she had a really tough time getting down the stairs so we're gonna leave her downstairs yeah and, I'll, and yeah, that's, one of us will probably sleep with her
0: yeah that that's how my shepherd was that i had a we had to put him down four years ago he just he just arthritis was getting too bad he was struggling to get up the up and out off the deck and yeah like man
1: he's you know you could
0: see that he like wanted to play and wanted to run
1: but he just couldn't you're like man yeah so what's the quality of life of the pup as i always yeah say. exactly yeah exactly and it's a, yeah. it's a tough decision we've had we've had capex almost 15 years jeez that's crazy dude i can't believe i've been in indiana over 15 years it just Especially seems like the other day
0: like big dogs like that yeah they're and she's 15 you know
1: yeah and that dysplasia on the hips uh, slash mm-hmm. arthritis that's common in uh golden retrievers slash golden doodles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so we get two yeah. more. <laughs> well, and hopefully they're nice. not too lonely afterwards. But they're yeah. they're three sisters and they're just always together. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's yeah. they're definitely cool dogs. It's just it's 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 really it's rough on both of us, but I see it in Marianne. Oh, absolutely. Oh my absolutely. god, because that's I, our girl. I see her. That first yeah,
0: one mean, is I our see, girl. I see her posts all the time about it. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. It
1: sucks to me. Okay, I mean, it's it's a, it's a member of the family, but. Mister Marshall, what have you been up to, Mister Motorcycle? Hmm. Let me see. Alright, oh, I
0: spent um, an extended weekend with Jennifer because I don't I don't have my kids this week. Um. So that was that was awesome. Just getting to hang out with her some more, and then um. Just been riding my motorcycle, doing some research for a couple of video ideas. And uh and that's pretty much it, man. Just motorcycling it up. Hmm.
1: <laughs> no complaints. Dude, I, I love watching your videos. <laughs> They're All awesome. Thanks, buddy. It's I it's it's part great editing, but the drone footage is phenomenal. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Anybody listening to get to check it out, his website.
0: Enjoy it, man.
1: What's, what's your website? Oh, it's YouTube. Adventures on Zero. Yeah, Adventures on Zero. Yeah, it's wicked. Okay. What else we got to talk about? Any business? Are you having troubles getting skid marks out of your undies?
0: Are you often left with open swords and rashes that won't go away because of detergent allergies? Do you wish that you had a better detergent to get rid of that Jason Bench stench coming from your armpits? Um, Hans... What are you talking about? I'm reading the ad for BitsBits Bits about their new astra detergent. Hans, BitsBits Bits doesn't sell detergent. Well, I think they should. It's a huge untapped market. Let's just stick with the regular ad for now, Hans. Bits and Bits is a proud sponsor of the Green Suiters Podcast and a distributor of the nation's best router bits for your shop. They feature shank sizes from an eighth to a half inch and have a wide range of diameters of upcuts, downcuts, compression bits, and more. They sell bits for your wood, aluminum, metal, plastic, acrylic, and foam projects, just to name a few. Their bits are suitable for hand routers, router tables, and even CNCs. Each and every bit is slathered in Astro Coating, which is a super secret sauce that prolongs the life of your bits, keeps them running cooler, and keeps the cutting edge razor sharp. If you want to save some cash, use our promo code HANS15 to save 15% at checkout. Head over to bitsandbits.com to find out more. So, this, as this comes out, it is the month of September, which means that it's a new giveaway month. And the giveaway this month is going to be a custom apron from Leather by Dragonfly, a custom apprentice apron. And this is in celebration of our 50 episodes of the podcast, even though this is 52 we wanted to dedicate the entire month of September to, to us having 50 episodes of the podcast. So, if you want to enter a chance to win a custom apprentice apron from Leather by Dragonfly, which is some of the best quality leather products you can ever get, make sure you go to our website, greensuiterspodcast.com. Go to the giveaway tab. Enter in your information,
1: and then, then watch the giveaways on Instagram every month. And Michelle... Makes a great apron, does Patrick help? No, well, he helps with the the website side. Oh,
0: not that he does anything at the website. he just makes the mouse pad that the guy that they hire to do the
1: website oh so
0: it's it's like a really disconnected distant help that that
1: Patrick does. So. gotcha, but boy he makes nice mouse pads. Mouse pads by Patrick <laughs> hey, as uh just a little other business. Is uh, this Friday? Uh, Beers with the boys. Yes, it is.
0: Woo-hoo. I need, it, I, need it, I need to do the uh, the invites. I'll do it tonight
1: after the podcast. So anybody who's a patron, patron on mm-hmm. Patreon, I finally got it right, didn't I? That's right. You finally did. finally fifty two episodes, and you and you got it. The old man finally got it. <laughs> uh, you're invited, uh, mm-hmm. and we send out invites once a month. Mm-hmm. On a Friday night, and it's the best Friday night of the month every single time because I'm always exhausted on Fridays and I'm like, oh, we're going to do Bears with the Boys. And then all of a sudden we get on this and I just get lit up because we just, daggone, we have like 20 people at all times on there with us. Mm -hmm. And it's just great fun just hanging out, just just a big hangout, doing the general BS on topics from anything, going anywhere. and Oh my God, we have some of the coolest people listening to this podcast. So I just want to put that out there because it's a, a ton of fun. For I sure. like to
0: think of it as like a as like a support group where instead of like talking about issues or problems, we just talk crap about Jason Ben. So. <laughs> For legal reasons, we had to call it Beers with the Boys, but yeah. in reality, it's more of just like it's it's, it's a community based around uh, Get vent.
1: It's a live get bent. That's right. That's all it is.
0: (laughs) We ought to just call
1: it. To hell with beers of the boys. Let's just call it get bent live.
0: (laughs) Bashing bent. That's what we call
1: it. Bashing bent. A good bent bash. (laughs) I hope you're
0: listening to this,
1: Mister Bent.
0: (laughs) Oh, I'll I'll make sure he does. I'll I'll send him the link whenever I upload it. (laughs) Wicked cool. All right, Sedgley. What is our chosen topic oh. for tonight?
1: Okay. I think everybody out there can probably sympathize on this one. Because there's some stuff that you've had a project on your list to do. And might be something that you wanted to do for your house. Not something that you've always wanted to do in woodworking, which was a great question um, on our, um, our uh, listener questions recently. But it got me thinking because what's a project I've had on my list for eons and what is the holdup of not going through with it? So mm-hmm. uh, you even alluded to something that I've been holding up to is my shop floor.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, but that's something monetary uh, for me because like I want to do don't, it.
0: You don't need to do it.
1: Yes. It's it's more of a, of a like yes. to do it. But I, there's something I need to do because I promised Marianne this quite a few years ago. It's been on my list. What the hell's the holdup? She's even got Nicole asking me, when are you doing the window it's, seat?
0: It's the roof. You got to take that blue tarp off, buddy. Oh. Okay? You got to get the roof on. I'm just
1: playing. So the question is, what what project do you, and everybody listen to this who's listening. What's the project that's been on your list? What's the holdup? okay that you've wanted to do for years and years you need to do because maybe the misses or your significant other is asking you to do it and you just keep putting it off why do you keep putting it off so do you want me to start with this ben
0: actually i'm gonna start oh i love that good because because everyone knows about this one so last fall um i at the end of the at the end of fall it was pretty much the beginning of winter I um, rented a, a backhoe or an excavator, dug um, a trench around the house for a French drain, installed it. It's all good to go. I still have like dirt on the property that I need to remove, but it, like the French drain's there, it's it's working. Um, because I had a flooding problem in my basement, and, and not like massive flooding. It wasn't like feet of water, but in one corner or one half of it, it would get an inch inch and a half of water if there was a really really strong downpour and so it was it would not it was not uncommon for me to come downstairs after a few days of, of heavy raining and all that water just saturated all the way down and then it came into the basement so it wasn't uncommon for me to walk downstairs and there be um, water standing water there that's I had to tear off all the walls that were down there, all the all the uh, internal walls that were down there interior walls and so it's literally just a bare basement, and it's the entire half of the, my footage in my house is make takes with the basement. Um, and so the plan was is that I would do the French drain, and I would wait a year to make sure that it works, to make sure that mm-hmm. where, where I have it, it's in a good spot, that it it you know evacuates the water away from the house, and. As I said in the beginning of the episode, I spent uh, an extended weekend at Jennifer's. I think I was there four or five days. And I come back, and there's water in the basement. Oh. And so, what is happening, what I believe is happening, is the entire hilltop that I live on, its its the majority of it's clay. And when they dug the house out they they dug into this hill to put the house in so it's i'm, I'm like halfway on a hill mm-hmm. for the most part and so all the water comes from the top of the hill and it hits the house and so the french drain was supposed to collect most of that surface surface water so what i think is happening is whenever they dug the house out they dug all of that clay out and they filled it in with just regular topsoil and so it's it's less dense than that, mm-hmm. you know, less packed in than that clay. And so when it rains, I'm sure that there are channels that are underneath, you know, the dirt all around the house. Yep. The, the, there is water that runs into the house, and the French drain is, is pulling that away. Mm-hmm. So that part's working. But there are levels underneath that where the water's going under the French drain. Oh, yeah. It's not even hitting it. So the water that I'm getting is coming from underneath the slab. It's coming from underneath the footing. Ah. Uh. So th- there, there is really nothing unless I like break up the concrete, put in some sump pumps and stuff like that. I don't think that there's anything I can do. There's, there is some seepage on the on the exterior wall that that is against the the hill mm-hmm. that's like packed in with dirt. So. It, it it could probably need it probably needs to be resealed. There is a sealant on the outside of the wall. Um it's like old tar. I mean it's the house is seventy years old, so Yeah. Um Oh I'm sorry, it's fifty years old. But um yeah, that was not what I wanted to come home to to see. So I was my plan this fall was to finish out the basement or, or to build out the basement mm-hmm. but now that there's still a water problem i, I don't want to do that because i don't want to have <sighs> to do that and the, the really puzzling thing is is that this this didn't happen until four years ago because the four years ago is the first time that it happened so i went two years without without it being an issue
1: holy crap have you been getting a lot of rain
0: yeah there there's a it rained for three days straight, I think, over the weekend. Yeah. So the ground's um, wicked saturated. Yeah, and so like once it stops raining, all that water falls down, yep. and it goes up underneath the house, and it comes in through. There's a couple spots in the slab where it comes up, so I could probably, I could probably patch those, but it's really not probably going to do much. With you know, do some hydrophobic concrete or something like that.
1: Hmm. <clears throat> Is that stuff that I've used? that because I had a crack on one of my on my north wall in my basement and I got a Mm -hmm. my house is fifteen years old. And I knew just because of settling and we had that crack and I said, this'll never happen. But one day I walked into the unfinished bathroom down in the basement. I went, There's water here, but not a lot. So I pulled the insulation back from the studs and I looked and I went, Oh shikey I get some minor seepage. Mm-hmm. So, I could have called somebody. It would have borrowed about three grand for them to seal the crack. And you know how they force the urethane in?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So, I did a little bit of research. Well, quite a bit of research. Goodbye a kit. I'll tell you how much it was 136 bucks. And it's just really cool on how you, <clears throat> you blow it out. And you start at the bottom with the epoxy, you pour it in it's a series of steps great DVD they gave with it and I said it's worth a shot because you fill it and when it starts to pour out you plug it, go up and you put all Mm -hmm. these little spots and create a channel and it worked and I mean it worked exceptionally I haven't had any seepage in two years but what it does is it forces it because of the pump system it forces Mm -hmm. it into the crack and what's funny is I was trying to I was explaining to somebody he goes, "You know what they would have done? The exact same thing. taking yeah. that 136 dollar. Yeah, you yeah, you're paying for labor. I'm paying for labor, but it was it, it literally it took me 2 hours. Well,
0: the the place that it's coming out at, it's it's in a really weird spot. It's um it's at the it's in the corner of the basement, but it's also where the steps hit, concrete steps. Oh, wow. And so I don't know how far under that concrete the slab continues, or I don't know if the stairs butt up right next to the slab. I would hope that the slab goes a little bit further under the stairs. Mm-hmm. But, again, it's it's literally all concrete stairs. So there's I have no way of knowing how far it extends. And if I start pumping stuff in there, if it's just going to yeah. bleed out somewhere else. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So... I've, so I think that's the next step is is to to try to get it again get some hydrophobic concrete, fill it in, and then um at some point I'm gonna have to excavate against the house all the way down to the footer past the footer, probably seal it, so
1: yeah, I think that's the alternative is also digging it all out and using that elastomeric stuff that they have mm-hmm. I think it's called. That because yeah. you, you seal it from the outside, not the inside. Yeah, I see people all yeah. the time use that UGL stuff and do the, the stuff that doesn't do anything. No, you talking about like the interior? Yeah, they no, paint. The paint? No. they paint no. the wall, and that's if, you've got to get it into the crack. It's got to be a polyurethane product that actually works with the water in itself to seal. So what, what I
0: was in in all of my research, um, painting most masonry is a bad idea because it needs to breathe exactly and so if you if you put in those that 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 paint that uh water sealant paint on the inside of a basement i I believe in most cases and i think it really depends on your area like your geography Mm -hmm. but um that will actually expedite the 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 concrete to become more brittle over time if it's locking in moisture because um, you you want that you want that moisture to pass through. You want it yes. to come in and come out. You want the you want the
1: foundation of the concrete to breathe. Yeah.
0: Now in your basement, do you have to have a do you have a humidifier down there?
1: I don't have to, but I have one. Okay. How often do you have to empty it? I don't. I have it drained directly into the oh, okay. uh, the um, drain. Okay. That that's the, kind of like the emergency drain for if my, my hot water heater ever bursts. Hmm. Which yeah. goes right into my. It's just a. It's just. It goes into the. It's in the slab that goes right to my sump. Yeah. It's a, it's a run out. Yeah. 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 Boy, it's. Yeah. Uh, home ownership is. It's something. It is, man. It's. It's
0: always something. I. I just want to. I just want I, I to get it. I, I want to be able to stop it. That's. Yep. That's what I want to do. Oh, my God. But, um. So I, I think this fall that I'm, I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to have to excavate
1: the side of the house. So what I would my, do,
0: my is backyard it, will never
1: recover. What I would do is I would have some. I make an excuse like I'm having a party and I invite Jason. And just oh shit, I canceled. But hey, can you help me excavate? Hey, while you're here. Hey, while well, you're yeah, here, I need a. You're a you're a brawny young man. You can <laughs> brawny. I wonder if he's ever been yeah. if he's ever been described yeah. as brawny. You're a burly man. You wear you wear those flannel shirts. <laughs> from K Mat. <laughs> he's dying right now listening to this. Or he yeah. will be.
0: So what what's a project for you that uh, you haven't? Well you said you said the the sun seat? Window, window. seat. It's a bay
1: window yeah. seat. I mean yeah. you see him all over on YouTube. Everybody's mm-hmm. built one. But the design has changed several times (laughs) and and marianne won't be ever ever listen to this (laughs) even though do you know she's a patron Mm
0: -hmm. yeah she just became a patron recently yeah i was like her and nicole nicole will listen to it and she'll rat you out oh no
1: but nicole always now says hey when's the window seat i was like oh Okay, so this goes back to our master bathroom down in our townhome in Fort Lauderdale, and it took over a year. And the reason it is is because she was changing her mind on a few things, and finally she says, "What's taking so long?" I, I'm waiting for you to make a final decision on a few things. She totally forgets this stuff. So mm-hmm. when I did her library or setting room, and when I those were that was quick, and when I did the mudroom was fairly quick. I did a full cardboard mock-up of it. I put the boxes with a glue stick and cardboard I get from work. And that had several design changes as it went, like the master bathroom did. But when I talk about the window seat, I go, we're going to have cushions, and we're going to do it like this, and do you want to do drawers? She goes, no, I don't want drawers. I I want one of those hatches that opens up. We can Mm -hmm. all make the cushions, and then we can do that. I go, okay. So I start to talk to her, and this has been going on for a long time. And then I finally started the YouTube channel, I go, okay, I'm gonna do it now. I could show lofting, I could show templating, I could show cardboard mock-ups of it. Then all of a sudden, oh boy, the list other list grows. And I guess keep putting put off and put off and put off. So in doing content for YouTube for the Sedge Tool channel, I want to do this because there's a lot of incredible teachable moments. Mm -hmm. But it keeps getting pushed to the back to the point where I've gotten a little, not overwhelmed, but I'm just saying there's so many other things I can do besides this. It's just that, how do you say, what's the push on this? What's going to push me there? And I want to, Big D's going through a rough patch right now, and I want to teach him this stuff, but he hasn't been involved with us or mm-hmm. involved in the videos. I think he'll be coming back soon because I want to show him how to do templating mm-hmm. and then bringing it out to the floor in the shop and loft it yeah. and then building a cardboard mock-off and then getting a full sign off by the miscus because it's it's changed designs so many times. I'm going to build it once <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a simple thing to do, but I want to build it in boxes and install it like that mm-hmm. because there's a lot of cool things I can do with this. So, I guess stay tuned on it, but it's just get it's one of those things that just keeps being pushed and pushed. And then it, she you know, it, she she came up to me and said, "Hey, I want to do these uh, these walls out in the in the garden." And I go, "Okay, so no window seat this year." She just looked at me and went, "What?" I go, "You're asking more." <laughs> Right? Mm -hmm. And the list grows. And I think everybody out there uh, can, I think you may understand this that sometimes these projects just get pushed and you don't know why, but the list grows and grows and grows. I mean, everybody calls the list the honeydew list, but it's true. Because, but then all of a sudden you look and you see what you've touched in the house over the years, you go, oh, wow, I've accomplished a lot. You know but where yeah. do you start i want to start building out all the closets too but that's been on the list Ooh, forever
0: wait, wait. Hey, this is Ben, inviting you to join our growing podcast community over on Patreon. As a member of our community, you'll get early and ad-free access to each episode as well as invites to our monthly group call with the community. Also, you'll be able to participate in the direction of the show by submitting your questions for upcoming episodes as well as pitching some great product ideas for Hans to read in the mid-roll ad. Use the links in the show notes below and we'll see you on Patreon. All to do <laughs> is as soon as you finish a project, you give her a bill of labor. You're like, there you go that'll that'll force her to stop adding stuff on oh yeah she knows she's gonna get a bill of labor every time
1: you know i love
0: this is look this is gonna cost you 100 breakfasts i'm just, just telling you right now
1: <laughs> you know it's all labor it's 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 your knowledge on building something that's where you make your money it, it, mm-hmm. it, i always tell this story my sister-in-law when my when my mother-in-law passed she had a home in uh, virginia yeah, uh, she lived by herself, and she had this kitchen that needed refacing so we could sell it. So my brother-in-law said, "I'll reface all the cabinets. Can you do the doors?" And Marianne was there, so she pulled every single door and all the drawer faces. And I said, "Yeah, I'll do them." So I think she got quoted. I think three K for the refacing of the doors, thirty five hundred, I think, to like strip them and then reface. No, no, them? no, just to build new doors for everybody for all the. Oh, okay. And Bill was doing all the the labor to do all the. The rebanding of these boxes mm-hmm. it was a melamine kitchen but he made it he put an oak banding I think on it it was frameless mm-hmm. it was just it wasn't a big kitchen but it just it was dated it had melamine white doors with oak trim so I did shaker flat panels I knocked it over I knocked them out all the doors and it was good because he sent the he took the hinges out but I had to measure the tab they were gra- old grass hinges. But I had to measure the tab. It wasn't a 5-millimeter tab. It was a 2-millimeter tab. So what I did is I knocked it out and sprayed them the next weekend. I did them in two, and I think it was like 20 doors and like 10 drawer faces. It was, it was an easy project. It's, it's because you have the knowledge. You know the process. Mm-hmm. So you know how to work through it quick. I, without without cutting corners. Without cutting corners, I did. I did. They were shake a flat panel, and they were like, "Oh, these are gorgeous!" I go, "Okay." <laughs> you know, they were t- they were enthralled with these. My brother in law said, "You bored all those hinges spot on. They went in perfectly." So, without the labor, just materials, right? No time, just materials. I handed her a bill, and she goes, "That's not right." I go, "Yeah, it was. It was quarter inch ply." okay it was red oak uh quarter inch ply i bought from frank miller i bought uh red oak rail and style material i ripped uh ml campbell Magnolac was the finish on it magnamax that was it because they had sent the hinges and he installed all the knobs again she goes i handed her bill for 350 bucks yeah she went this is not right i go yes it is i go she goes what's the labor i go Rack of Sam Adams? <laughs> she goes, come on. I go, that is, and, and I asked her how much. And she said about, I think she said 3500 I got quoted. I go, do you know that's probably pretty good? Yeah. She goes, what do you mean? I go, it's all labor. I'm free. It was for ma. Yeah. And she was like, oh, my God, really? And I go, yeah. Oh, oh, did your husband Bill charge for all the labor? <laughs> she goes, no, I told him to do it. I go, end the story. Marianne told me to make the doors. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? It was so much fun doing it over the two weekends. It was in the spring. It was fun, and everybody was appreciative. And I think the house sold in a couple of weeks. We put it on the market. So, yeah, awesome. <sighs> so that's that's my dilemma: is this window seat? And you'll probably all see it being built this fall, hopefully. And, and I can see it now. I'll see some of you out there who are listening. Hey, Sage, you ever get? That? I'll see you in person. You ever get that window seat back? Then when does mm. done? I go
0: get the hell out of here. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, man. And this is for anything, whether it's doing woodworking stuff or even when I do motorcycle stuff. Any time you want to film something, it's going to take three times yep. longer. Especially if you're doing it by yourself. If you have other people to help you, it's it's going to move things along a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. But any time you film, it's going to it it just takes forever. And so. <laughs> You know that that build out—it's already going to take you a long time because of the steps that you go through.
1: So, like, I can't even imagine trying to film it. Um, Chris uh, Seibert, hes our camera guy at Sedge Tool, and I work mm-hmm. with him in the day. And he's the cameraman at Festool, yeah. <laughs> okay? Yeah, yeah. He's a young buck. I'm twice his age. I'm more than twice his age. We always joke around about it, but we're mutt and Jeff, him and I, and he is an incredible editor he's got mm. and he's got so much potential and he's he's one of those guys that's really excited to work for Festo. but okay so him and i and derek started Sench Tool, right there's this he gets I, he won't get upset anymore i think he was getting upset two and a half years ago when he started he goes "Sedge, i did this great video for blah 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 festival blah, blah 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 i go okay and he looks at me dead in the eye he goes you didn't watch it? And I go, I did for the first one or two. This was at mm-hmm. Festool. And he goes, who, I go, hey, listen, if I have to teach you how to edit this, then... <laughs> you, you hired the wrong person. We hired the wrong person. He looked at me and went, yeah. huh. And I go, I go, do you know the only videos I watch are the uh, uh, Festool Sedge ones? He goes, what? I go, yeah, because I'm the one who's going to post all of them. They're, that's my mm-hmm. channel. And he goes, yeah. what? I go, I never watch these. And he goes, wow. So we started Sedge Tool. And I'm going to tell you something. There's a few that I wanted to watch. But I, because I said, I, me, I screwed up. There was something I missed. Or there's something that needed to be cut out. And mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something. That kid, he thinks he doesn't know anything about woodworking. I'm just a camera guy. He knows how to edit, and he knows where to cut, what to the place, sequencing. how to move things yeah. around. Sometimes yeah. I have to give him a storyline on things because mm-hmm. I always have. Because I learned this from you, I have. I, I have an. We talked about it, but I have an outline for things. And yeah. you just can't go in to something like. Rilly-nilly. Hey, listen. That's our time on Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings when we're shooting Sedge Tool. Um, my job is to have the content ready, and I have to yeah. have an outline. Or all the And also the videos we want to shoot. Mm-hmm. And then I hand him the outline or he takes a picture of it. And they're really appreciative because we don't waste time and we're very efficient yeah. that way. I yeah. also learned a little Absolutely. bit from um, that gentleman who taught the video class that that's what you should do. And you were in that class with me. Jack. 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 What a cool dude. So... Uh, Joe Jacks. Joe Jacks. And I, you know what I said? I sent him something. He goes, no, he reached out to me and we talked uh, via going back and forth messaging. And he said, uh, I go, I asked him, I go, he goes, I watched some of your stuff. He goes, he goes, Sedge, I can't offer you anything. He goes, you guys are doing it right. Lighting's right. Uh, your editing is phenomenal. And I was just like, I was blown away. Now, we've had a few hiccups here and there on audio. We've we bought some new mics. But we're going to work on that some more. So we I, we did a planer video, and I was talking over the planer, and that's a no-no. Mm-hmm. For anybody out there doing content, doing videos or whatever, it, you, people will put up with a little bit bad video. Video. But, yeah, audio, but audio, they yeah. won't watch. Yeah. And uh, you guys taught me that, Jason and Ben. You guys taught me that. I was like, okay. So it's a it, – <laughs> So Chris does a great job for us on that editing and' we're, I'm excited about it, but it's tough because I could see where you and Jason you shoot, you do all the editing, right mm-hmm. And man, Ben you're, you're an editing ph- phenom with the, the videos Thank I've watched you you've, you've done. and Jason, you're okay. He's, he's okay for a caveman. <laughs> oh my god, you guys do such a good job, but I'm done on Sunday mornings. A big D posts yeah. everything, and he does all the social and stuff like that. You know what? It's just because that's what he does at festival. He does it for Sedg Tool. It's it's no brainer. Mm-hmm. We don't we do everything on our time. We never do it on, and. I don't do anything that would be a conflict of interest with Festool. Yeah, yeah, you're off the clock when you're doing it. Yeah, 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 and and everybody knows that now at Festool, and it's it's yeah. really cool. I, I posted a video. I was a little worried about, but I, I ran it by somebody, and uh, I had a compliment from one of our sales managers. He because he watches all the Sedge Tool videos. He's a very close friend of mine. And uh, he said, Sedge, thank you so much for doing this video. It's the part of the best video I've ever seen you do. And I had been holding off and of doing it. And it's one of my recent videos. It's on how to calibrate the toe of the track saws. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I used to tell people You did one for the Capex, too, didn't you? I haven't done the Capex yet. I'm going to do that. And I'm also, there's another one I'm going to do um, that I'm, I'm really looking forward to. I was thinking about it today. But the one about the calibration of the toe, I used to tell people on the phone, or when I'm, yes, you can calibrate it because you're getting burning with it. Go to page 22 of the supplemental manual. Yeah. But here's the thing. You can read through that, that Rick Christopherson wrote for Festool. You can read that, and sometimes it's not complete. Uh, I think the picture was drawn better by doing the video. Mm-hmm. And I love doing stuff like that because people go, you know, I've read that. But that was really cool, and Gil says you taught me that fifteen years ago. It's about damn time you did that video. And by the way, from him, that was the highest compliment I could possibly get. So I love doing videos on YouTube just to help people out. Yeah,
0: yeah, that, you know that's that's why I like doing it. I, I like I like when like someone just commented uh, as we we're doing the podcast on my motorcycle channel um <laughs> thanking for thanking me for showing how to do something. And like that's the only reason why I'm putting videos out is because I, I want people to be able to solve the problems that they're having around the things that I already love to do, you know.
1: Um, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Well, it's in that I call it passing it on. You have mm-hmm. that knowledge, just pass mm-hmm. it on. I don't yeah. worry about it's nice to have subscribers because it's that ego push like, oh, people are really following me. Mm-hmm. That's great. And then, oh, my God, I got all these views. For me, it's a little bit of an ego push. Yeah. But it's also <clears throat> that foundation or that grounding that says, hey, you know what? I think I've helped some people out. And that's yeah. my whole being is to help people out today. Teaching those four wonderful women about our brand and Mm -hmm. what makes it so special at Festool. Yeah, you know, I just I get a kick out of that. They were all like, "Oh my God, these ladies had," oh my God. Hey, what's that over there, Sage? Hey, Sage, what's that there? I was like, "Uh, that's a light switch." It's twelve o'clock, and I I'm at the point where it should be only nine o'clock in the morning. And you know what? They walked out of there and they were just giggling and laughing. And I was just like, my job is done. That's, that's a cool. good feeling. You help somebody understand something about Festool or the brand and stuff like that. That's that's the passion, I think. Yeah.
0: It's, it's a good feeling.
1: Man. It is a good feeling. Cool. Well. Wow. You know what, Ben? I'm going to tell you something. Out of all the f- podcasts, is this 52?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, out of all the podcasts, I think that was the quickest hour.
0: Oh, yeah, it, it flew by for okay. me. I was, just, I was just looking at the timer. I was like, oh, man, we're almost at an hour. And I
1: figured it out as I was telling you that. That was the quickest hour ever. You know why? Because I paid you. No, because Jason wasn't talking about drywall. <laughs>
0: That's right.
1: <laughs> like, oh, man. So
0: Jennifer listens to the to the podcast when she comes here because it's like an hour and a half, hour 45 drive. I can't tell you how many times she gets here and she's like, if I have to listen to Jason talk about this topic for 40 more minutes, again, by himself, I'm going to shove a knife in my ear. <laughs> so, yeah, so you can see, ladies and gentlemen, or you can hear that we only keep jason around for a time buffer that's it oh my god (laughs) all right jason go ahead go ahead and talk about uh uh grass cutting blades for 40 minutes go ahead go ahead (laughs) go
1: ahead ahead.
0: (laughs) well so do you think this is gonna this is gonna wrap it up for us i think so all righty well hey look everybody Thank you so much for giving us your undivided attention here on episode fifty-two of the Green Suitors Podcast. Don't forget that this is September. It's a new giveaway. If you want to win yourself an apprentice shop apron, make sure you go to www.greensuiterspodcast.com to the giveaway tab, enter your information, and you may be the lucky winner. That's gonna get Ooh. it's like a it's like a five hundred and twenty dollar apron. It's unbelievable. Okay? It's a
1: custom apron by leather by Dragonflight. It's the bomb. And we're giving it away for free. Unbelievable. Thank you, Leather yeah. by Dragonfly. Thank you, Patrick and Michelle. You Michelle.
0: Yeah. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, you guys. All well, right. that's going to do it for me and Sedge. We hope you guys have an awesome weekend or week, depending on when you're listening to this. i will Ar- see you next
1: time. A river dancing. Au revoir.